Hey, friend. How are y'all? I'm Javon and we're back. I'm Summer and this is Field and Ford's podcast. Welcome. We're your business besties. Yes, we are. And today we are going to talk about the world of being a virtual professional and specifically what is a virtual, virtual professional because are you talking about like a virtual assistant well i mean it could be a virtual assistant but it also could be another field or another industry okay okay so you consider yourself today a virtual professional i do do you realize that you've been a virtual professional for like since 2014 you know what? I didn't realize that at first. And I remember when we had the conversation and someone was like, yeah, I'm updating the website and I need to put when you started working virtually. And I was like, yeah, 2021. And she goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 2021. But no. So that was very interesting. In 2014, I was actually moving from Louisiana to Texas. I was an HR director. So when you think about virtual professional, it's not just an admin I was an HR professional at a nonprofit organization and I went in to tell my boss that I was moving and I was like hey I'm moving to Texas is there any kind of way maybe I can figure something out to train somebody I was trying to figure because I didn't have a job lined up after mm -hmm. that and she and I was like is there any kind of way I could do something part-time until you guys find somebody new and she looked at me and she said would you consider staying on full-time and at that time I was like um okay <laughs> so literally that was my entry to being a virtual professional. So I moved to Texas and I was still the HR director. And so I would attend meetings via Zoom and I actually traveled back and I was in the office twice a month unless there was something that came up. That was my first experience as a virtual professional. I was a virtual HR director. Let me tell you what was the aha moment for me. I was working as an executive assistant for a dean in Georgia and he asked me, he was a editor mm -hmm. for finance mm -hmm. and it was peer reviewed and the lady that was his editorial assistant she didn't want to do it anymore so this was an opportunity for me to make some extra money mm -hmm. and I basically was doing that virtually before all of this was ever a thing mm -hmm. so outside of my nine to five working for him I would be at home on the computer and I'm talking to people all across the world who are submitting these articles that's cool for review and I'm sending out to the people to peer review it and get the information back compile it all send it to the magazine so that they mm -hmm. can print it and everything and I was doing all that remotely but in my mind it was just like oh it's just this extra thing that I do right and so now especially because of the pandemic there's so many lanes and ways as we've spoken about you have interior designers that are virtual yes. and you know event planners that are virtual and so many lanes that weren't even open before but we just want to clarify that a virtual professional can be in any number of different industries and type of work it's not necessarily just a virtual assistant right which is typically more administrative but you do have people like summer who are more tech vas or project management so many opportunities how about all the people we have one-on-one -on -one tried to tell about this when they tell us what they're uh, good at and we go oh well you can just do this okay so Let's we will not we will not we will change names to protect <laughs> the innocent however well i'll say this i'll start by saying this because one of the things that i bring to field and forward is the mindset coaching mm -hmm. and i have to i have to give them a bit of grace yes and say 
that there is a transition that you have to make. It's a hard switch. It's a hard when, flip. When you make the switch from being a traditional employee, because this is what we've been conditioned to believe and think that work is. Mm-hmm. And there is a prevailing mindset that work is not necessarily real if it doesn't come attached to like a big box company or, or a brick and mortar I was location. Say, unless I have a desk with a phone number and a physical location. Correct. And so what we have been trying to say to people, obviously not very successfully, is that we get real checks and we pay our real bills and we work at home in our sweats and flip flops. It's a real thing, you know. Now, there's times we have to get on Zoom. There are times that we travel, but that, that's the beauty of it, too. Then we get free paid travel to go visit our clients. Free you know. 99 <laughs> like, to show up and pick. They ask us, where do you want to eat today? What yeah. do you want to eat today? They already picked the hotel that we're staying in yes. at the end of next month. Right. So, it, yes, they're very excited about it. And so, you know, there are so many perks to it, but... The biggest hurdle is getting people to understand that it's a real thing. And so, again, that's just that's the first hurdle. And I, and I, I get it. I understand a certain demographic. I mean, if someone was to poll my mother and ask her, what do I do for a living? She cannot answer that question. My mama never could. Even when I even when my picture was in the paper and all of that. If you ask my mama what I did for a living, she's like, she, she do something in the HR department. They can tell you the name of the company. She do something over there. I don't, I don't don't know know. exactly what she But now my mom just sees me, you know, I got a nice shirt on up here. I might have on pajama pants down here and I'm at her kitchen table because right now I'm coming to visit her or we're in a hotel room and she just knows I'm talking to a screen and it's a bunch of strangers on it. But she's no idea what I'm doing for a living. So here's the thing, because as a virtual professional, my work is flexible. And so sometimes I may choose to do certain things and I may have to work at off times or I may choose to work at off times so that I can have more freedom during the day to do other things or have you. And I remember recently because I had picked up a bunch of projects at the end of last year and the family was doing something and I was like, well, I have to work. And my mama looks at me and she's like, I ain't never seen nobody do that much work in it all my life. <laughs> Because in her mind, in the times that, you know, the family's doing something on the weekend or what have you, I'm saying I have to work. But that's because in some cases I intentionally may have taken some time off during mm-hmm. the day. I may have decided to take a nap. I may have decided to watch a movie. Because you can, for the for the most part, you can kind of set your work, your work blocks and your work mm-hmm. time. So we may decide Wednesday's the day I'm getting a massage. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my mani-pedi. And I kind of know I can get up Saturday morning and knock all right. of that out. And so, you know, not to say that there's not a lot of hard work to be done, because we also speak about how December 2022 um, was an example of when sometimes when you think you're going to relax, maybe you won't get to Deadline. Uh, get to. But there is the opportunity for some freedom and flexibility. But I think the other piece of that, too, is having the clarity about how you want to work mm-hmm. and setting those boundaries on the front end. So. We've learned the hard way. Yes. So hopefully we will help others going forward who want to step into the virtual space to set those boundaries at the outset so that you don't run into some of the issues set that we have. and doing. hold them. Yes. So you have to think about, and this is something that you should absolutely do if you're looking to become a virtual professional or if you're already a virtual professional mm-hmm. and you want And you're to, struggling with this. Right. You need to sit down and plot out what does my ideal week look like? 
And I'm talking about if you want to take a nap in the middle of the day, if you want to have time to work out, work out, if you want to have time with your kids, your significant other, whatever the case may be, put those things in that ideal week and then make sure that as you're taking on projects or you're, you know, discussing your availability, that you are clear about what those boundaries are now. There are always exceptions to the rule Mm -hmm. and you will have to consider sometimes you will be flexible for clients, you know, especially if you have long term clients, you know, they ask you to do something at a different time. You may move things around. But for the most part, part of the freedom is being able to create a schedule that that works for you. And I think that's also important because in our particular situation, you have a business and I have a business. Yes. Then we have these clients that we're working for. Yes. And then we have a joint business. Yes. And we're about to launch something <laughs> for our joint business. Yes. There so is... we need time to work on that. And so here's the thing. Like you also have to be transparent about, mm-hmm. you know, what your plans are. So we've had to be transparent with our clients to say, this year we are intentionally working on some other projects. I know for me, I've had to close out certain projects and say, I can no longer t- continue these contracts because I have to invest the time in building the things that I am in really excited about for my brand and for field and forward. So you really have to be clear about what it is that you want to work on. Well, even to a, another step is that my client is an attorney. So mm-hmm. I needed to ask him some advice about, mm-hmm. Hey, we're about to do this thing. So we should talk about the the first corporate contract that Field and Ford mm-hmm. got. And I was like, okay, so when do we trademark or copyright yes. this information that we're about to offer? Mm-hmm. So I have to tell him because I need some information on it. And so he could understand why I'm asking, okay, I'll get this done. But during this time, I'm, I'm going to be unavailable. Yes. And so again, Community is so important. Surrounding yourself with people who can be of value and provide you with support is so important. So you mentioned that in 2022, we formed Field and Forward. So, of course, you may have seen our earlier episode where we celebrated our one-year anniversary. Yes. So we have officially been a, a company for Just a year. crazy. It's been 12 months already. Yes. And during the course of that year, we secured our first corporate contract. Yay, us. Yay. And Cutie applause. Can we talk about how we worked on the proposal, like in March, April, May? It was March or April. And this thing didn't come to fruition. So late August. Late August, and so, early September. Well, we got the call late August, and they wanted it to launch in September. And we were like, and summer, I, summer, this is no, the risk person. This summer is the risk looking taker. at me going, there is no way we are that we're about to do, do this, this in right two now. weeks. And I was like, Mm-mm, we're going to go ahead and do it. We're going to get this money. We're going to go ahead and knock it out. So then, because she was planning to take a trip yes, and she was going to travel abroad. And I was like, but think about it. If we go ahead and knock this out, then you've got your money for your trip. You don't even have to worry you're about like, your trip. When you go on a trip, you're done. Then you're done. It's over. Like, so yes, I hyped, so she, she got hyped me. up. I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it. So, yes, we started that proposal. So that's another thing to keep in mind as you are working with pitching, you know, clients or cultivating relationships. It can take some time sometimes for certain things to come together. But we landed that contract and it was a four week program where we Mm -hmm. actually trained admin professionals. So from the perspective of being more of a virtual assistant. Yes. As a virtual professional. And you were bringing in the coaching and the mindset and that leadership part. So we focused on their mindset. 
first and foremost, where they were, what is it that they wanted, um, what their fears were, what are the limiting beliefs that were stopping them from being successful, what they were going to do about those things. And then later on in the program, we actually went through more behavioral assessments Mm -hmm. and talked about the different behavioral styles and how they could leverage their strengths, but also be aware of areas of weakness um, and how they could use those things to create a plan to help them. And the other half of the program is actual the skill set. So building the skill set that they we we kind of polled them to see what they knew, and what they didn't know, what they wanted to learn more about. And we created some curriculum and content around here we're going to help you develop these skills so that you can be marketable. Because what was really interesting about this whole particular thing is that this was put on by a group that had business owners looking for support people. Yes. And so it was a four week program. And I guess this goes to our part of our desire to develop talent that mm-hmm. didn't, that we didn't, didn't, didn't materialize didn't quite land the like way organically we wanted to. We, okay, yes. so we've tried to talk to people one-on-one in our mm-hmm. media circle, and we were trying to get people. And what would happen is, like you say, this is a real business. This is a real career. This is a real path to freedom. Mm-hmm. People would say they were interested. They would get on the phone with us. They would come and visit and sit with me for hours, <laughs> and then they would go get a job. And it's fear. It's fear. It's the unknown. And, you know, I'll also bring up this conversation that we had recently Sometimes people have a hard time buying into things because they don't see you as being super successful, you know. And so we haven't done a whole lot of social media posting. We haven't shared a lot of, you know, our our story. So people are looking at you like, Like, "Mm." I I can't see the social proof immediately. Right. And I'm like, well, it's there. I don't have time to. I'm just not that person. I don't have time to sit there and get on social media every day or every other day and explain all what I'm doing. I'm just not that person. Like, I'm just not the person that's putting my whole life out there for you to know. But if you know me, then you see that I'm working from my house and obviously bills are getting paid. But I think that that's, that's just a thing in our society. Like, people look to the people who appear mm-hmm. to be successful. Whereas my client is flying me out to New York for three days and like, Hey, we need you to do this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And they're like, you'll do, they're looking at me. Like, do you mean, do you mind coming to New York? Mm-hmm. I absolutely do not mind coming on a free trip to New York. Where are we leaving? <laughs> right. And you know, we travel all the time now <laughs> to visit clients, you know, in and different try places. New restaurants. Try new restaurants, new Airbnbs. New, yes. You know. When you start to have your favorite Airbnb in different cities. Girl, I have my favorite Airbnb. <laughs> my client even knows you staying at the same place. Yes. But <laughs> like we don't, but we don't get on social media and show you, okay, this is our Airbnb. This is what we're having for dinner. This is what we're doing today. And we have to do a little bit more of that. And we are. And so that's how we ended up here. And so we are your business besties and we are inviting you in. We're taking you behind the scenes on this journey with us. Um, So you'll see more about our journey in our lives as virtual professionals. So we had that first program. It was a four week program. Like Summer said, we talked to some people individually. We trained these individuals. And it's just like, I think people, it was okay, but I think people still struggle with the concept that they can make it real for them. I really do think. Because then they knew personally the success we had, and then they still were like, but that's not going to happen for me. me. And so, again, it goes back to mindset, it goes back to your belief. You've got to believe that it's possible for you because. If you don't believe that it's possible, it's never going to manifest. It doesn't matter how many 
how many skills that I teach you, how many ways I show you how to do something, how much technology I show you is available to help make your life and your business easier. It's no, it doesn't matter that now you know all this if you do not believe that you will be well compensated to provide services. I think another thing that sticks out to me is that in today's society, with social media being what it is, people just like to feel good, right? So everybody came to the class and they gave us rave reviews and they loved it and they were excited about it because it felt good. I learned some new things. This was cool. I met, oh, I met some people. I met some people. We made some connections. That was cool. But then the action, you know, taking the action and actually bringing it to work. life. You yeah, gotta, doing the work. We can only take you so far. Yes. And but here's the cool thing. We we are the type of people who we keep trying, you know, and we're not giving up. So we have something new. Yes, because now we could we could take it. We could refine it. Mm -hmm. We could elevate it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, OK, we see what works. We see what doesn't work. And now we kind of know how to tweak it so that it's going to hit the right people and yes. give them what they need. Yes. So. Join us on the journey. If you are someone who is already a virtual professional and needs to enhance your skill set, you want to be more marketable, you want to be able to command a higher salary. If you are someone who's looking to transition into a virtual space and you want to figure out how to leverage your skill set, you want to figure out what do I do with this? How do I make this happen? If you're anything like me and you're like, I'm ready, just give me the blueprint and I'm going to execute because I was just ready for the blueprint. I was like, I got the, I got the money. I got the debit card. Where do I sign up? Because I I want to do this. I want to I want to live this life where I have more control of my time. I want this life where I have more control of my my funds. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just the salary number that they gave me, and no matter how many hours I work or how hard I do or what extra thing I pick up, that number is not going to change. And if that is something that resonates with you, if that is something that makes you excited to think about, then you need to hit our website. And you need to check out Pathway to Pivot. So Pathway to Pivot is going to be an eight-week course mm -hmm. and group coaching program. We are going to be working with highly competent professionals who want to leverage their skill set and move into a virtual space. And that spans the gamut. And we've talked about the fact that there's a whole spectrum yes. of virtual professionals and what that <laughs> looks like. So you may be a virtual assistant and you may want to provide direct services to a client. You may be a person who has some different parameters and limited availability. And so you can only provide a certain type of services, but in this program, we're going to bring in all of those mindset pieces. We're going to bring in all those behavioral pieces. And then Summer's going to step in and do what she does and teach you all the tips and the tricks for high-level execution. We're going to pressure test and make sure that you say you have the skill set. Let me see. Let me make sure. Let's let's refine it. Because, like, to your point, you may come to us and say, this is what I want to offer because that is what think you should be offering but as we're talking to you and we realize that this is your passion this is actually what you're good at you're you're talking to us about this but this is what you're really good at we want to make sure that you are offering maybe you need to do both right maybe you need to switch but we know that in this current economic landscape in this current there are signs up everywhere that says we're hiring yes but I think what's happening is that people are starting to, I don't care if they're baking cakes. I don't care if they're making t-shirts. People are starting to bet on themselves. Mm -hmm. The issue becomes we don't really know what we're doing when we bet on ourselves. Right. You need, And here's the thing. I'm a huge advocate of investing in your business, in your brand. 
And I've made significant sacrifices to invest in being successful. So many people want to make money and they want to cut corners. You know, when you talk to them about investing in their future, they don't want to spend money on that. And we have to really change that mindset and belief that you need people to teach you the game. You need people that are going to be a few steps ahead of you in the process to teach you how to be successful. So I had a business coach last year when I started my business and I have a business coach this year when I start my business. And I'm still in communication with my business coach from last year because you can never know too much. And then we have the unique perspective that. We get from our clients. Our clients provide us with insight because Mm -hmm. as we're watching them and supporting them in their businesses, we're learning a lot as well. We're learning how to run the business once it gets to a certain level. Yes. We're learning from their mistakes. Yes. They waited too long to hire someone. Yes. They weren't paying attention to a lot of the finances or the details of things. Like, so we're learning the amount of information and like major keys that we have that we can help people avoid as they take this journey. Yes. And I'm like, when I started doing this in 2019, everyone was telling you how to start an LLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what you need to go do. This is how you register. This is how you get EIN. Okay. When I have all this paperwork now, what do I do? There's mm-hmm. no one teaching that. Well, and I think too, it's not just the high level pieces. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Now that I have the framework Who's going to hold my hand through this? Who's going to who's going to be my thought partner? Mm-hmm. So if you give me a template and tell me that I need to do some goal setting or you tell me that I need to create my one pager or my pitch deck, who's helping me figure out what to put in it? Who's giving me that support? Because so often these programs or these classes, they'll give you great information. Mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily get the support that you need to figure some things out for you. And sometimes you just need someone to say, "Mm, maybe you should consider this. Right. And then really to take you from the beginning to the end, because there Mm -hmm. is there is a set of good information of how to if you are going to truly structure a business. So that's Mm -hmm. it's not that it's not relevant, but it's like that's not all. No. <laughs> and then it's like we keep saying, OK, well, what skills can you offer or what skills what's the interest of you? So that's a that's another piece. But that's not all. So if I if I say, OK, I'm in development, I'm good at um, grant writing and working with corporate and corporate and nonprofit foundations or whatever. And that's that's my that's my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. OK, now what do I do with that? And so mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of offers out there where they kind of leave them there. And it's kind of it's on them to figure out the rest. And, you know, what I love and maybe it's just because I'm excited about the behavioral piece. No matter where you end up on the spectrum of in your virtual business, you're going to deal with people, whether you're dealing with your clients, whether it's you expanding and hiring employees. And so you need to have a really solid understanding of who you are, what makes you tick, how you work, how you think. And then you need to have some understanding of how others function as well, because that is going to help you figure out how to communicate. That is going to help you figure out how to solve problems. That's going to help you find your ideal client. Absolutely. Because you will have an idea of what works for me, Mm -hmm. what doesn't. And let me tell you, all clients are not created equal. And if you are running any type of business and just accepting any client that comes through without any type of qualification, Shame on you. No vetting. Shame on you. You are going to run yourself into the ground. 
And so, this is the stuff that people don't tell you about. They're just right. telling you about how to get clients. How to get clients, how to get money. How to get in front of people. Get in front of people. And here's the other thing. And, you know, there are lots of schools of thought about this. Everybody speaks so much about social media and, you know, having all the marketing pieces. And that's important. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's important. Is it the primary thing I would say in this space? No. no. You need to you need to be considered an expert in your field. You need to do quality work. You need to build a solid professional reputation. And if you do that, just as we did, you'll be able to build a book of business based on referrals. The, the clients are just going to come to you. And mm -hmm. I, if you've done what you were supposed to do as a professional before you even decide to launch in this space, your LinkedIn or personal Rolodex of people should be very strong. And yes. I and I know we focus on and we make sure that we're looking for people who have a strong network of decision makers. Yes, because you want to have some warm leads that mm -hmm. as you are working through your pitch plan, that you have some people that you can reach out to. We consider that low hanging fruit. Who are the people that will open the door that will make the introductions to put you in front of decision makers so that you can secure those clients that you're looking for. And you'll be surprised how many people are starting businesses or have started businesses that you see every day and talk to your, your coworker probably has a business that you don't mm -hmm. even know about. Because it's, it's a whole movement at this point. You know, when you think about, and my background's HR, but in the HR space, so many people are talking about quiet quitting mm -hmm. and how people are disgruntled with their work and they're just quitting and they're, you know, as we used to call them, RIP, retired in place. They're, mm -hmm. they're coming to work every day, but they're not happy. They're not engaged. They're not fulfilled. And there's something else they want to do. And if you find yourself in that space, then this is absolutely an opportunity for you to be planning for your next step. And I think because we have had a wide variety in experiences <laughs> with different clients. Yes. We have a whole case study section because we want you to really get in the mindset and start to think about you are not an employee anymore. You are a partner with these business owners. You are mm -hmm. a partner. You are not, yes, they may sign a contract and you guys may agree that they're going to compensate you this amount for this amount of work, but you're in partnership with them. And when you're in partnership with someone, you have to really think differently. You are not looking to just do what they say. You're looking to work with them to say, okay, I see what you're saying and this is what you're saying you need, but let's, I'm looking at what you've presented to me and this is probably a better, a better path or a better idea. So really before you get out there again, I think this is missing out there in some of the other offers. We're going to work with you to make sure you understand this is what it really looks like. This is what it really feels like. And to kind of give you an opportunity to say, okay, what would you do in this position? The other piece of that is that's how you're going to create the longevity. So many people don't make the leap because they are afraid and they wonder if they're going to be able to sustain themselves. They think it's a feast or famine situation. Right. And so being able to have a high level skill set to be able to proactively anticipate your client's needs and make recommendations and, you know, perform well maintain the communication is going to allow you to maintain your clients longer. It's going to allow you to be able to represent and show your value that you're providing. And when you provide clients with value, when you solve their problems, they're locked in. They're like, listen, like the problems we have now, like they don't want to let you go. Mm -mm. Like you can never go anywhere because And you're they able to renegotiate those at the end of the contract mm -hmm. as you guys start to evolve, as their relationships start to evolve, you can 
renegotiate that because you may have agreed to do something a smaller scope or a limited scope in the beginning that you're now like, okay, now we're locked and loaded and they know what you're capable of. Right. And now it's it's looking different for the, you know, the first six months versus the, the second six months. And then another, you know, tip, and we've had this discussion in one of my coaching groups is that you also want to have language in your contract that opens the door for you to renegotiate mm -hmm. during the course of the contract. You know, if something we're gonna else. We're going to talk about contracts? We're going to talk about contracts. Okay. Um, and, and things like that, making sure that you've protected yourself so that if mm -hmm. the scope of work expands while you're in the midst of the contract that you can open that conversation for negotiation and really make sure that you're being compensated fairly for the work that you're doing. I am really excited about this offer because yes, we've worked very hard on it. And I just think about how much further along I could have been if I had a program like this. And, and that's the thing. I mean, part of us launching this podcast, part of us, just launching this program is how do we offer more of our experience and help other people to avoid some of the pitfalls and just glean some of the knowledge and experience that we've gained over the last X number of years. You told me I'm dating you. Yes, don't, don't over the tell last me. X number of years. Because again, we're not new to this. Like we've been in the game a long time. We've seen a lot of things, done a lot of things. Strangely enough, we've worked at the same place before. Yes. <laughs> And we've worked at completely different mm -hmm. places. Yes. I mean, you're getting someone who's worked in healthcare and someone who's worked in gaming. Mm -hmm. These are businesses that do not close. Yeah, I've done several 24-7 operation sprints because even the nonprofits that I've worked at were 24-7 operations as mm -hmm. well. And that is just a, a completely different way of living and being. You, It is a special beast all its own. Like, you have to be prepared for that life. And when we would interview for those roles, we would speak about that because mm -hmm. it's different if you've never worked in that type of environment. Um, but then I've also worked in education. And yep. so... You they're know, closed for the holidays. They're closed during the holidays. And now my two of my main clients are educational consulting companies. And so I love the flexibility that they have in terms of their schedule. So you just you just never know. I mean, we are licensed insurance agents. I've worked in gaming. I've worked in nonprofit organizations. I've done for profits, nor nonprofits. A little bit of everything. Okay, so pop quiz. Okay. What is your favorite thing about being a virtual professional right now? My favorite thing about being a virtual professional right now is that I have the opportunity to control the work that I do. The fact that I can literally decide what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. The level of freedom to say, no, I, I don't want to do that. That has been, it just feels so empowering to me because if you're on a job and they expand your role, they just come and tell you, hey, we've added these duties to your role. Mm -hmm. But I literally can say to a client, I'm not offering that service. Yes. Yes. And I can very clearly say, I'll just focus on clients who want this service that I want to offer. So as I mentioned before, freedom is really, really important to me, especially when it comes to the type of work I do and when I work. So that would be mine. What would be yours? You mentioned that I took a trip mm -hmm. abroad last year. I think it's the fact that there's no such thing as like vacation days and PTO and mm -hmm. having to count how many hours I have and get mm -hmm. quote unquote approval mm -hmm. to take some sort of vacation. I mean, you're working in partnership with these entrepreneurs, with these business owners. And it's like, hey, as you're planning out work, 
you go, oh, by the way, I'm going to be gone from this day to this day. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, oh, okay, cool. And so, like, it's just like a normal conversation. Right. And, you know, I make sure I do what I need to do before I go, make sure everything's covered. And they're like, okay, I just know not to bother you during that time. And then you just go. Mm -hmm. You just you're just on vacation. Yes, it's it's the control. And then the other piece. Okay, so that was my most favorite. But the other thing and I was looking at this today is the earning potential. Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to decide how much money I'll make. Right. Because I can create offers like this. I can create different programs. I can offer different services. Summer and I joke all the time that we are literally making money. We're creating money money. out of thin air, out of thin air. So like literally as an entrepreneur, you can say, Hey, I want to go on a trip to London. Cool. Then we figure out how much money you need and we find the plan, you know, create the plan to get there. And I remember we were speaking recently when you were preparing to move and we were talking about what it was going to cost for you to move. And she's like, Oh, it's going to cost this. And I said, it doesn't matter what it costs. Tell me what it costs. How much money do you need? And we'll figure out a plan to make sure you have that much money. And I was just like, and it's like having your business bestie just kind of remind you of that. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's what we do Mm -hmm. now. Right. Because when you work on a job, you're limited. You're going to get that same paycheck consistently. And so it is a mindset shift that I don't have to be limited in anything. Mm -mm. And, you know, I tell, I've told this story on my personal page and on podcast about how, when I hired my first business coach, I didn't have any money. There was so much going on in my life at the time, but I was making an investment because I kept thinking if she can teach me how to secure these corporate contracts, then that will make a difference for me in the long run. And as Summer has mentioned, I'm a risk taker, right? Yes. So when I looked at what I was paying her. That's crazy, right? Because we, the money wasn't there, but then the money was there. The money wasn't there. But when I started paying her every month, the money was there. And so prior to that, I had been saying that I needed a new vehicle. And Summer's like, friend, you have to get a new car. Like your vehicle keeps breaking down. You keep having issues. And I kept saying, I can't afford another vehicle. I can't afford a car note right now. Like I have these expenses. But I signed on with this business coach. And literally every single month, somehow, some way, that payment got made. And that really shifted my mindset about what was possible financially mm-hmm. because I I then said to myself that I could no longer tell myself what I could not, not afford. afford. It, it was it was not a thing. So even though we mm-hmm. may fall into that sometime, it's, you know, we'll remind each other. What you just said is not real. It's not. You just need, okay, that means you have to do something else. You need yes. to add something else. Okay, if it's going to cost another $1,000 a month, okay, then figure out where you're going to get it from. Or we'll check each other. Well, how much are you charging for that? Because that could be the problem. So that was a part of my, that was a huge part of my problem yes, in 2022. Well, remember when I was like, I can't charge that much for resumes. Mm-hmm. She wanted to charge $25 for resumes. I did charge $25 for resumes. That is insane. She did. <laughs> and you know. No, they're nowhere near that. Uh, trust me. And I was providing services for like $200. And so what you start to realize very quickly is. The amount of time time I'm spending to do this and the amount of money I'm making and the amount of time it's going to take me to really see a profit or to really take care of my expenses, you really start to think differently about, okay, I must be doing something wrong here. I'm telling y'all in this program, we've already thought through everything that you're thinking of about why <laughs> this may not work or this is not sustainable or this cannot be real. 
Trust me when I tell you, we've already done the math. Well, here's the thing. We lived it. We lived it. Like, we lived it. We, we lived it and we learned as we went. Think about it. When I decided to move home to really bet on myself, as mm-hmm. soon as I got home, something was wrong with my vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I took it to the dealership and the guy was like, oh, you actually shouldn't even drive this vehicle. Right. He was like, it's about to lock up on you. <laughs> so, yes. So, literally... It's amazing what can happen if you have a little bit of faith and Mm -hmm. you believe in what's possible and you have great support. And just as we're here with this podcast providing you information, we are here to be your business besties. We We want to lock arms with you and we want to see you all be successful. So if you feel like any of this resonates with you, any of this sounds like the journey that you're on, think you need to visit fieldandford.com and you need to click on the application for pathway www.fieldandford.com. As soon as you go there, you're going to see our new offering pathway to pivot. Yes. You just go ahead, click on the button to register, click on the button to apply and let us have a conversation with you. Yes. And let's, I just want to hear what you're thinking. I want to hear what you're feeling because if you even got that far and even considered clicking the button, this is probably for you. And listen, another thing that's different from other programs, and I know we're wrapping up, but just so you understand, you're going to get a phone call from someone to discuss what it is that you're interested in. I've signed mm-hmm. up for a lot of things where you just submit information and you receive an email or what have you, but there will be a one-on-one conversation yes. to talk about your needs. And even if this program is not the fit, we do have other offerings that may be a better fit for you. And we're more than happy to point you in the right direction. It's called pathway to pivot. Cause this is a pivotal moment for you. So you don't just click a button and just make this decision. You want to talk to a live person and go, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I have reservations about. And we want to talk to you to make sure that this is a good fit for you. Absolutely. Well, I think that's all we have for today. We will be back soon. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. We look forward to chatting with you. 